Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's gonna deliver a competitive edge for your business and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job, but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team of 10Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works, an HR management and payroll company, and founder of the Entrepreneur to Employer community, where we help coach founders as they start to hire employee number one and beyond. All right, today we are going to discuss the hybrid work environment. As we continue to look at the future of work, I definitely see a RTO, a return to office push out there, especially by the big companies. But there are still a lot of remote opportunities out there as well. And and where we appear to be headed is kind of in the middle, into a hybrid model. I think the days of being in the office Monday through Friday probably aren't going to exist for a lot of businesses anymore. But working 100% remote is also going to start to become less and less. And personally, while I love remote work and continue to operate my company from a remote perspective... I think if you're early on in your career, I think there's value to being in the office. There are certain things that happen in the office that just can't happen remotely, right? Those spontaneous conversations, some of that collaboration in the coffee break area, there are just things that happen in the office that we cannot replicate in the virtual world. But there is definitely value to both. And so I think the smart businesses are going to take a hard look at hybrid work as the solution. Because increasingly, we are seeing companies start to choose both, right? They're going with a hybrid model, which is really viewed as a compromise between the old and the new. But if you're going to do it right, you've got to treat this as a radical reimagination of how we work. So just a few stats that you might find interesting. By the end of this year, 39% of all global knowledge workers will be hybrid workers. Now, that forecast comes from Gartner, which is uh, they do a a lot of HR work. It's showing a shift in work culture and how we work. Now, some business leaders may mistake this trend as a partial return to the way it was, but that is really not the right view, in my opinion. The hybrid model isn't just old office life for half of the week, and it also isn't a free-form work-from-home home life for the other half of the week. To embrace the hybrid work model means that we have to reimagine the very fabric of our work environment. Right? What's the pandemic taught us? It's taught us that work is not a place that you go. It's something that you do. So the office now has to serve as a hub for collaboration and innovation. It's not a factory for routine tasks. 
Another interesting fact that I learned or statistic as I researched hybrid work environments is Stanford economist Nick Bloom did an analysis of work from home studies and found that an organized, flexible hybrid model is one to 3% more productive than a fully in-person model. And that's before doing any leadership development to improve how hybrid teams function. Now, why is the question, right? Well, it provides employees with the flexibility to determine how tasks can be completed most efficiently, right? So we're, we're empowering our employees by doing this. We're giving them the ability to decide which tasks should I do at home and which tasks do I need to do in the office, right? In a hybrid setting, employees should only commute to the office for activities that are most productively completed there, such as intense collaboration, brainstorming session, and meetings that are better done in person. But tasks that consume 70 to 90% of a typical workday, like focused work and asynchronous communication, well, that could be done just as effectively, if not more effectively, at home. Employees should not be brought into the office just to jump on the Zoom meetings. That is the quickest way to deflate your employees' morale. Here comes the hybrid work environment, right? Now, not all offices may be conducive to head-down tasks but they are definitely valuable to employee morale. When your office is set up correctly, there is value in the employees being in the office and collaborating and having that social experience. So finding a way to balance this is how the future of work is going to go. So if you want to get started on building your hybrid model, here are the three steps that I recommend that you take in order to make it work for your team. Number one, conduct a work audit. Identify which tasks require physical presence and which do not. Survey your staff and get their input and their buy-in in the process. Don't just rely on your managers to tell you what could be done in the office and what could be done at home. Get your team involved, get everybody to weigh in, and use this data to design your hybrid model. If you involve the employees in a survey and getting their information, they will have buy-in and they will believe in the system that is put into place. Number two, invest in technology. Ensure that your tech stack supports seamless transition between remote and in-office work, right? They should be able to utilize that tech stack easily, whether they're in the office or out of the office. There should be no friction. There should be no issues. doesn't matter where they access the tech stack. It needs to work seamlessly for them. And number three, train your managers. The skills that are required to manage a hybrid team are different from those needed for an in-office team. Invest in those training programs that equip your managers for this new reality, right? Because the future of hybrid work is not a diluted version of the past. It is the future of where we're headed, and we're already seeing companies implement hybrid work environments today, right? And the reality is this, a hybrid work environment that is properly set up offers a unique opportunity to redefine work culture to make it more flexible, more humane, and more productive. And keep in mind, one of the things that creates employee retention is that flexibility, right? It's not work-life balance. It's the flexibility. The flexibility creates work-life balance. But seizing this opportunity requires more than just logistical adjustment. It's going to require you to have a paradigm shift in your attitude towards how work is done, how it's completed. It's going to force you to level up as a leader, and it's going to force you to rethink how collaboration is done in this new future of work. So that wraps up this episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, and hopefully now you will be able to take a look at whether or not a hybrid work environment makes sense for your business, and if so, 
you've now got the roadmap to start building it out, right? You're going to conduct a work audit, you're going to invest in technology, and you're going to train your managers, right? That's the three things you can start doing to build out a hybrid work environment that works for your business. All right, that wraps up this week's episode of the Entree to Employer podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, If you have, I do have a favor to ask. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, rate us, and subscribe so you do not miss a single episode. I do work very hard to make sure that I'm able to publish at least one episode per week. And second, if you have enjoyed this podcast and you have a colleague that you believe would benefit from it, grab the link to this show, text it over them and say, hey, I just listened to this episode on how to set up a hybrid work environment. I think you'd benefit from it and share it with that colleague. The more you're able to share this podcast, the more entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs we can help reach to help them build, help you all build amazing companies powered by amazing people. All right. I hope you have a great week and we will see you next week on the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast.